And welcome to another edition of the Nerdy Agent Podcast Business Tip of the Week. Business tip. We're going to talk about business tips. Go twins. <laughs> but we're mostly going to talk about houses. We're going to continue our house knowledge business weekly tips. Today we're going to talk about water supply lines, the different types, what they look like, and what that might mean for your buyer in that house, how you can point them out to them. I'm going to hand it off to AJ to go through. We have four listed here. Do you want to just go one by one? Should we start with the oldest in galvanized water supply lines? Galvanized water supply lines. What do they look like? What is the issue with galvanized water supply lines, if the listeners don't know? They look like black pipe. Um, The issues with them is that over time, water corrodes them from the inside out, which is really funny that they use them for water. Um, because they don't react well with water. I don't water. think they knew that when they put them in the houses, probably. They didn't have it was the, incredible technology. The R&D. They were selling them yeah. back in the day. Um, they also ha- tend to have quite a lot of fittings. Um, when they start to rot from the inside out, you can't really tell that they're doing that until they actually start leaking, which is not great. Um, so they, they would be the least desirable. Like anytime we see them in a house that we buy, we rip them out immediately and replace them. So that'd be kind of your worst one. Um, was it, mo- it was mostly in the 50s they started using that, right? Or, that, and before. And before, yeah. yeah. And they're also, so if you're pointing them out, you said black pipe. I've also seen some that are more of like a silver Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them have been well. painted too. So if you notice yes. that they've been painted, they're a little bit thicker than copper. Mm-hmm. So the actual lining of the pipe itself is quite a bit thicker than copper. Um, and you can totally tell on the fittings how they're different um, because they, like the fitting is much bigger than a copper line would, would have. And if you flick them, the sound that they give you back is a little oh, bit different. That's kind of fun. That's usually how I will look the, at them. The other thing you do deal with with the rusting from the inside out is that the pressure can get bad because the the pipe gets smaller and smaller when more and more rust comes in there. And so if you see them, it's probably a good idea to at least turn some of the faucets on and see what the pressure is currently Absolutely. looking like. Yep. And if it's a rambler, that's not as big of a deal if you have space open below so you can just swap stuff out. You mm-hmm. do run into problems. Like I've sold a few homes where it, it had a shower on the second level. And there was galvanized pipes in the walls. It's like, well, to fix that, we might have to cut some sheetrock out of the main level and just becomes a whole thing. The next iteration of supply lines would be copper, um, which is fine. We usually will leave these if we have them in houses. Um, They still are used in a lot of applications because they are rigid, um, which I'll get into why that matters um, for a couple of other things. But they're rigid. So a lot of times you'll see water heaters that will have packs, which I'll talk about going into copper that actually goes into the water heater just because it's a firmer uh, clasp, I guess, and it doesn't move around and it doesn't kind of look as flimsy as a PEX line might look um, going into an appliance. We won't rip these out most of the time. Um, Sometimes you will notice where leaks are happening. They almost always happen around fittings. Um, Copper will turn green as it oxidizes. So if you see a fitting that has um, either some I think it's effervescence, which is like a salty deposit, mm-hmm. or a, like a little bit of greening around one of the fittings where they've sweat the joint and actually made the copper turn or do something. Um, that's when you'd be worried about a leak where you might want to swap that out and do something. You're like also that. even more likely to see um, sweating on copper pipes. Correct. Where they start to drip. If your humid, humidity gets weird, um, if it gets super hot outside, what have you. Um, but other than that, copper is a very solid product. Like if you see copper, I usually say, hey, this works. As yep. long as there's no... 
outstanding issue with the current copper system. Copper itself, it shouldn't cause issues. Copper's great. Exactly. The next iteration, I was gonna, I think you should go to CPVC. Well, PVC was the it was sure. kind of in this range, right? And CPVC was a product that came out that's fairly defective. Um, that is not really recommended at all for use in uh, in homes uh, anymore with water because they tend to have fittings that leak. So. Uh, if you do see that, it'd be something that you, it'd be worth talking to a plumber about. A lot of times they just recommend r- ripping all of it out and redoing everything. Um, PVC was used. Uh, that's just plastic um, for some t- some period of time. So um, something to consider there. Uh, it is fine. I, you know, most of the time if there's no leaks and a plumber checks it out and says it's fine, we'll just leave it. The newest kind of uh, water line, which the reason it's the best is, is I mean, there's a ton of reasons. One, uh, it's called PEX, so it's uh, clear. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you will see a blue or a red. Um, blue being cold water, red being hot water. Um, the reason it's the best, though, is because any idiot like myself can install it. It's very, very simple to work with. Um, you can cut it like with a scissors uh, or like a nice like clipper. Uh, if you have the crimp tool, you can literally crimp it together yourself. Like it's very simple. You don't need like a torch like you need with copper. Um, it's the most economical, so it's extremely uh, inexpensive. Um, and it's the easiest to bend around different spaces because it does bend. Like you can literally run it and have it do like a full 90 degree turn over like a four foot area and you don't have to do a fitting necessarily. So it's the easiest to work with. It's lightweight. Like there's so many reasons it, that PEX is the best. It, uh, it has a lower freezing. Yes, temp, so right? it can, in Minnesota, it's really important. I think you can get the water down to zero degrees and it will not burst in PEX because yeah. it will expand because it's flexible. It's flexible. So it, it's there's a lot of again there's a lot of reasons it's the it's the best product, but um, it's what everyone will use in new construction nowadays because of all those reasons I just mentioned. The one thing that I always look for when I see PEX, and it's not inherently an issue, but it might point to what work they've done. So a lot of times you'll see a 50s house, let's say it's been flipped and you find pecs. I always look if they use the red and the blue to see if they did it correctly. The red is obviously supposed to be hot. The blue is supposed to be cold. Neither product is built for the cold or the hot. It's just the color, correct? But if you go and you see they have the the hot the red pipe with cold water and the blue pipe with hot water, they maybe aren't paying a ton of attention when they're doing the rest of the things in the house. And so I always make sure to check that out is the big thing with PEX. Yeah, it's a great point. And that's all we have this week on the Nerdy Agent Podcast Business Tip of the Week. Business tip. Where we talk about water lines. Go Twins.